Find that intro. Where's that intro? Oh, I'll find it. This is what happens when Larry and I get caught up talking to each other. Yeah, I forget to set it up here. Move on to other things. This is going swimmingly well. Yeah, wonderful, isn't it? There is no earthly way of knowing. <laughs> Good man, a Which direction we are going? Direct the El Camino. It would have been DWI. have reached a tipping point. She's going to call in from Amsterdam. My God. Larry, are you in Chicago? I'm in Chicago. And I am in Florida. I just got home. And so, unbelievable. Um, We are more international than Tucker Carlson, and our show is still on the air. So, welcome to the tipping point. Um, Larry, how are you the, the, I, you know, I'm fine. These, these sort of technology things are nothing for these young people. But for old-timers like me, mm. you have a, somebody on from Europe and, you know, people in three other different states. I like that. That's nice. It's, it's wild. It's wild, you know. I mean, I, I, you know, as, as we, were, we were, Larry and I, we got caught up discussing about Dusty Finish and uh, the wrestlers who are upset with him or have uh, critiques. Um, I, Larry made me laugh, uh, you know, by saying when I was like, you know, there's the usual critique of Dusty's never taken a bump. And then Larry's like, they can't say that about me anymore, which is absolutely true. And it was fantastic. <laughs> and I had a mighty big laugh and afraid I may have distracted Larry. Well, from being no, able to put okay. in the intro to the show. <laughs> we also are joined. I think I heard Rob Rod laughing in the background there who may not have taken a bump, but he has had a computer destroyed. At a wrestling show. Is that you, Rob? That is me, yes. Larry, oh, Rob, they broke your... What did fucking Brandon Watley do? Oh, my God. He broke your laptop. He broke my... Yes, that, that, yeah, he did. I'm, I'm sorry I ever plucked that dude out of that GIPW thing that I watched. Imagine, <laughs> if I had never said nice things about that guy, you may have never gotten your laptop broken. I feel like I created this butterfly effect of horror by uh, looking at GIPW, which uh, he, he's probably not the first person to say that, but still. <laughs> well, he's already threatened Duke and Jabari as well. So it's, it's, Brandon's got something out for Georgia Wrestling History reporters. Oh, <laughs> man, of, course he, of course he waits until I'm in Florida. What a punk ass. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to say that about Brandon Wallace. So, well, you know, I think this is an interesting thing to like briefly touch on is Rob getting involved. Larry getting involved in his show. I mean, we are in chaotic, crazy times, are we not? 
It's something yeah. else, that's for sure. And, and I do want to mention that Tipping Point is on a little bit of a hot streak here. You know, Hunter James was on, and we, you know, he was going to already, he'd already uh, taped for Dark and was on Dark. And then I noticed Camp Stir was on Rampage. Right, the week after he, we had him on he the was show. Not, he was on Rampage and Dark and had one of the funniest spots where he was trying to get in on the scissor action with uh, <laughs> the acclaimed and, um, and, then, and then got a whooping from uh, old daddy ass. So Cam Stewart definitely has a lot to be proud of. He, mm-hmm. When you come on this show, Larry, you're going to be a star, right? Austin Theory. <laughs> um, anybody who's anybody in deathmatch right now at some point um, came on a tipping point. So a lot to well, be proud know, of. And, and I, yeah, I, I, I got to correct you, Steve. Austin theory is the one who got away. We had him scheduled twice and never actually got him on the air. Oh no. That yes. makes me sad. Yes, I was just yes, going to make a wildly general. inappropriate joke, and I will refrain. No, I won't. If we were a fourteen-year-old <laughs> girl, okay. So, <laughs> yeah, oh no, no, no. Speak, <laughs> speaking of um, speaking of controversy, though, we need to get into this pro style the GIPW thing. Can you guys explain to me exactly what the hell is going on? So, Where to I begin? think I can set. Well, so I think I can set this up pretty quickly here. Last year, GIPW ran the first their first Unchained match. Whether this – maybe you know this, Rob. I don't. Had anyone else ever done an Unchained match? I do not know. But they were certainly I think the it was their, I think it was their second – I think it was their second one. I could be Last wrong, but I, think, I thought that was their second one. Yeah. You, you're probably right. You're probably right. And whether anyone else had done sure we'll one, get one before them, I'm sure we will. So yeah. ProSouth then also ran an unchained match after GIPW's last year, and that's where the controversy starts. The deal was that, according to Don Kester, GIPW, they were supposed to run their logo and mention it on the air. They did mention it on air one time, as best as we can figure, and that was it. Okay, fast forward. GIPW runs another Unchained this year, or plans one. Pro South then announces they are going to run their second Unchained match, uh, which is coming up, I believe it's May 19. So Don Kester sends them a cease and desist letter because they had trademarked the name Unchained. And then or they're attempting to trademark it, right? They're in the process of trademarking correct. it. Okay. That's, yes. that's a big distinction, right? Yes. Okay. They do, the, they do not have a trademark in effect yet, and they will not have a trademark in effect until the middle of June at the best. Because what, what very, may very well happen, according to a uh, renowned IP attorney, is that WWE is going to um, try to nullify it, um, as they've done with other sort, other indies trying to do any kind of um, trademarking. And evidently, since the merger with Endeavor, they've stepped up this type of activity. 
So um, that that's 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 what happened. And then Ace went on the on the TV show Saturday, uh, or on, excuse me, last Friday, and had a fake letter from Don Kester, uh, which he read on air with misspelling, written in a sharpie pen, and you know made fun of him. Um, <laughs> so that. <laughs> So, so, and then Don Kester went on Facebook and responded to them. My, my thing was, and I wanted to ask you about this, Steve, as a, as someone who was a promoter. My thing was that what was what was the point if there was no business to be done off of it? Why even go there um, unless you can make an angle out of it and try to do business off of it? And did you, when you were a promoter, ever like – publicly go after another promotion no there were promotions that literally tried to fuck with my business that did everything they could to try to stop things from happening whether it was the nwa ring of honor etc there were people who blatantly stole ideas from me you never heard me complain one because that is wrestling I think groups, and almost all of them can be accused of this, by the way, who piss and moan or imply that the WWE steals their ideas and all the rest of this claptrap and bullshit. Like, at the end of the day, the, the, what they would say, I think Don would say, this, it's about the principle. Well, fuck you. Um, I, <laughs> you're, you're engaged in, I'll just be brutal, because that's what I do. You're engaged in a community theater level beer league softball bullshit in the first place. You don't do business per se. GIPW draws 30 to 60 paid. Okay. You're not a blip on the radar and you're better focusing on what you're doing than on other stuff. That's my thing. I have a limited capacity of energy and time and I'm not going to devote it to uh, in, inter-indie squabbling just to feel like I'm a real business. And I think that's what this comes down to. They're all treating their thing like a real business, except when it comes to making it into a real business. <laughs> Ouch. I think it makes them feel like they're doing a real thing if they can have cease and desist and how is my attorney going to get this to you and all the rest of this crap, where at the end of the day, I would be the most worried about how can I get a hundred paid in this building? That's all I ever cared about. That's all I ever wanted to do. I didn't want to engage in, you know, were there versions of the war horses in other leagues? Sure. Um, is the idea of the jobber, um, did I invent that? No. So my thing with any kind of creative endeavor is, dude, <laughs> like, unless someone's taking your idea and manifesting it into a great deal of money, like the lady who sued the Wachowski brothers about Matrix and ended up winning ungodly sums of money, that's legitimate. You took the germ mm -hmm. of my idea and you made a ton of money with it and didn't give me credit. That's real. Okay. Whether pro self mentions them once or a hundred times on their YouTube channel, does that make a lick or iota of difference with GIPW? It does not unless you manifest this bullshit about principles. So to me, the whole thing is much ado about nothing and it's very indie-tastic. I'm not going to disagree with that. 
<laughs> what I want to know is when ProSouth is going to replace that laptop for Rob Rod. That's what I want to know. That's real. <laughs> I submitted. I submitted. I submitted a receipt to Amy, and I'm waiting payment. I got. I have a new laptop, so I was nice and got a bargain basement cheap one since I'm not going to be using it as much. But it's uh, Amy has the receipt. Nice. That's real. So. <laughs> I don't know. I I love the idea though. I told I made this joke at Larry, and I probably shouldn't say it out loud, which means I'm absolutely going to say it out loud. Uh, I think course. I think two white guys from Georgia and Alabama fighting over the word "unchained" is incredibly uncomfortable oh and God. hilarious. Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Yeah. Oh God. I, I, I was wondering if you're gonna do that, but I should have known you would. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. mm-hmm. that lightning strike is gonna be coming anytime now. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so So Rob Rod, this is it for you. This this is as far as Georgia wrestling live appearances. This this is your last weekend, correct? Yes. I'm only gonna do Southern Fried on Saturday. Uh Friday was just you know, shit ton, excuse my language, of shows because Cinco de Mayo and you know, just, you know, there are like uh, four different Cinco de Mayo wrestling shows going on and I'm just said to hell with it. I'm, I, need, I need to pack stuff up and get stuff ready for moving things on Monday. Hmm. So Southern Fried for me is going to be a celebration. Uh, we celebrate Sour and Hours 25 years in wrestling. Nice. God, Sauronaro. That bald look, man, it's something else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Holy shocker. So what is going on wrestling-wise? I know we normally do this at the end. So Rob's going to be there. Um, Larry, where are you going to be this weekend? Are you still in Chicago? I will be one block from where I'm doing this show from at the Irving Hall. In, in Portage Park, beautiful Portage Park neighborhood. This is going to be, I'm excited about, well, I'm excited about seeing AEW, but I'm excited about this building. This is, this is the old West Irving State Bank building built in 1927. And they've refurbished it into a banquet hall with 40-foot ceilings. And that's wow. where this show is taking, yeah, that's where this show is taking place. If you look it up on check it on the internet, they got some. They have some photos of where this is going to be. So it's going to be. I think it should be a very cool environment to see a show. Yeah, well, I hear forty foot ceilings, and I suddenly worry very much for Sammy Guevara and Darby yeah. Allen. <laughs> Please, nobody find a thirty five foot ladder. Please, nobody try to find that. My God. Uh, yeah. Someone's looking right now. I'm sure. Yeah, and that, that that balcony appears to be a good distance off the floor. There, we'll we'll see how that how that plays out. If anybody fools with that, yeah, but it's, um, of course the other other shows we got uh, Friday. We've got one, two, we got like six shows happening on Friday, and only four on Saturday. Mm-hmm. That's something else. Give me seven shows on Friday. The number of shows running in just the Orlando area alone are kind of staggering. 
the Memorial Day is going to be that local pro wrestling show. They're doing a two-day. They're doing back-to-back shows um, in that venue that I love. Um, that's crazy. Um, pro wrestling action is celebrating. A lot of people are celebrating anniversaries. A lot of people are celebrating, you know, it's a very cool, thriving time in wrestling. You know, you get Southern Honor celebrating their five years, action celebrating their five years. Though I'm going to rain on it just a little bit. And I'm like, if you didn't run shows for a year and a half because of COVID, eh, calm down a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would be, uh, that would lead into if uh, you have, your show is running for five years, would you have a Hall of Fame? Oh, I hate Hall of Fames. Never had a Hall Me of Fame. Too. I had a... I, I hate them. I, I don't like them. Um, I barely tolerate the WWE one, whatever that's worth. I, I think, I understand, again, I think it's like the GIPW lawsuit thing. I think it's the trappings of a large-scale business that thinks it has the, um, you know, the chutzpah and the uh, gravitas to do something like a Hall of Fame. And to me, it comes across as very, you know, it's just people stroking each other. I mean, when this, when the tale will be told about PCW years and years from now, hopefully, um, people will mention like, oh, Steve used to do this sort of secret behind the scenes thing for the boys um, where every year, I don't know if even Larry knew that I did this, I would sort of pick sort of a generation of wrestlers um, based on when I trained them. And if they were still with me, I would uh, come up with a different present to give them privately every year. And they were sort of inducted into, and the boys dubbed it the club. And it was an unofficial thing, but like one year, um, I'm trying to think, I think the, the Matt Hankins class, um, they all got, I all got them a pair of brass balls. Um, like, so it was stuff like that. One, one year I got them all like, like little plaques. Um, one year I, you know, but it was just as the generations came by. So there was the original students I trained. So like uh, Rapture, uh, Jay Fury, etc. Then there was the next wave, which were the early WWA four people that I trained. Hayden Young, Pandora, Shane Marks. And then there was the next class. And then, you know, the class with Brian Blaze, Jeter, um, Vandal, the Bullets. They all came in at the same time. So as PCW continued to march on, I would sort of honor those guys privately. But they, I didn't call that a Hall of Fame. It was, and I, I believe this is going to sound like, an, I might sound like an asshole, but like to me, it was much more sincere. It wasn't about mm-hmm. going, look at me, I have a Hall of Fame. It was about me saying to them, hey, you know, you're, this, this thing is as much you as it is me. You've contributed mightily to this thing. And I, um, <clears throat> I again, like, is it awesome? I mean, we're going to be talking to Skrilla, right? Is it awesome that Skrilla is in the Southern Violence Hall of Fame? Yes. And I think the fact that he takes those things in the proper context and he takes it as an honor and he, um, you know, and he's happy to get it is great. 
Now, do I think Southern Violence's Hall of Fame is meaningful um, beyond what it means to the individual being honored? I don't know about that, but to Skrilla, it mattered, and that's important, too. So I shouldn't completely shit on the idea, I guess. You know, I think the one exception I would – I'm not a fan of Hall of Fame either. I do think it's anarchy after being in business for 20 years before they started their – almost 20 before they started their Hall of Fame. I thought that was okay, especially since I wound up being in that Hall of Fame. I'm okay well, with that one. Well, but, but I will say, I mean, not to be the devil's advocate, but I'm going to be the devil's advocate. It started off as a way for Rick and Steve to stroke each other off. And I think that is why nobody thinks of them when they think about who got inducted into the Hall of Fame, right? They don't, they, people don't immediately go like, Rick and Steve, the first thing they think of is like the year that it was like, you know, Jeff and Tank and Dan and, and uh, Iceberg, right? Like, and, and I think that that is noteworthy as well. I think the more that it's about really honoring the tradition of the place instead of just being a self-aggrandizing. Someday would I love it if I had a Georgia Wrestling History Award named after me? Of course I would love it. But I'll tell you, Larry, if it happens while I'm fucking alive, people won't have it. It doesn't matter that I'm the best goddamn booker the state has ever fucking seen since Gary fucking Hart. It doesn't matter that I've mentored more people than all the other mentors every year put fucking together. It doesn't matter. If my name goes on the thing, it taints it. And I understand that in a way that I think a lot of these people who run their own Hall of Fames. But you know what I do love that stops Rob and Larry? Um, people trying to counter the Georgia Wrestling History Awards with their own shitty year-end awards. You don't hear about that anymore. <laughs> Thank God. A few, a few promotions will uh, do it for their, just for their promotion. They won't do it for the whole yes. state. Which is great, which I'm totally in favor of. I am looking forward to the history of wrestling in Georgia group. Um, finally getting it together and, and doing those awards they've been threatening to do for uh, three or four years. I can't wait for them to get it together. So. Speaking of uh, uh, bookers, apparently Zach Mosley did quite a job with that fraternity show in state. Hell yeah, he did. The photos and the footage looks like that was a hell of a lot of fun. Yeah, Rob, what did you think about it? From what little I've seen, I haven't seen whole matches yet, uh, but just the build-up for it, and it just made me pissed I had to work in the morning. Otherwise, I, w- I would have driven all the way out there because that's like a four-hour drive for me. But, it, damn, it's, uh, that whole thing with you know Simon Sermon's return after a year's retirement, you know, that's, that was something And, and, and was, beating his head in with the chain and the blood and all that great stuff. Right. Um, Bunch of uh, think, uh, drunk frat boys. What can go wrong? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> here's here's what they did that I think other people miss out on, and I will say it. I think they did the best overall job that any show has done in recent memory, of promoting the thing on the front end, or at least creating hype for it, delivering at the show, and then making sure everybody fucking knew about it afterwards. Nobody does all three parts very well. Mm. They might do two out of three, but they don't do all three. 
this thing did all three. How the hell do all three of us know about a fucking show that happened in a fraternity house? It's ridiculous, <laughs> is it not? That's right. ridiculous. Why do? Why can I reference a fucking clip from that thing? Why can Rob bring up Simon Sermon and then I go, oh yeah, the clip where he hit him with the chair? Like they did. A, that's the that's Zach Mosley and Bryce Cannon and company really getting together and doing a thing. And I think everybody can eat some humble fucking pie and learn. I even saw the great Gary Lamb put his stamp of approval on what they're doing. I got to say, this Gary Lamb, which I've been calling for for years, where he's actually magnanimous um, and is actually acknowledging the work of other people as if they exist and all that, is a welcome thing. It's too bad he had to get his teeth kicked in in his own building to start doing it. Ouch. Well, well, there we go. Zach Zach and Bryce have been doing the social media for several years now. They're one of the best people out there in Georgia that Mm -hmm. I know, probably in the southeast. Yeah. Yeah. Remember a couple years ago, the whole thing with Skrilla and Zach? Again, I plucked that thing out of the ether because it was so well done. I couldn't stop talking about it, right? Because it was like, oh, my God, people are missing out. I mean, what a better segue for Skrilla, honestly, because, I mean, they look like stars, and they believe that they are stars, and guess what? They're stars, and they deserve every ounce of credit for that themselves. And, you know, the other thing about that frat show is that that wasn't even supposed to be – that was supposed to be a main event show, main event wrestling, and then main event fell apart. So then Zach just carried it carried it on through and just, you know, mm-hmm. probably, as you just pointed out, did a better overall job than main event would have ever done pulling it off. And, you know, part of the reason that is, I'm going to make this bold and wild proclamation. The exotic youth and their whole thing is bigger than any individual promotion. Yeah. No mm-hmm. promotion can claim those guys. They made them. And then there were leagues that were the beneficiary of it. I think that that's a new thing in wrestling. I think Effie is bigger than any show he's on. Mm-hmm. I think he, I, I think he has made himself, I mean, I got, you know, Effie's agreed to do the show again, Larry. And I mean, oh, part cool. of what he and I talked, yeah, part of what he and I talked about, I was like, you know, like, you've done such a great job of making yourself bigger. And he just, he he was all, like, aw shucks and humble about it. And I'm like, no, dude, like, you, I've never heard anybody have a bad thing to say about you and blah, blah, blah. And he goes, he's like, I just realized, that, I mean, you want to talk about brilliant. He goes, like, I just realized, like, one day, why am I begging groups indie groups to make me a star why aren't I just becoming a star (laughs) and I went I think that might be the most brilliant thing for indie wrestlers again indie wrestlers admire guys that have nothing to do with them or are not within their capacity to attain and they follow people who have never showed that they themselves knew how to do this shit I'm looking at you, Bob, right? Like, but a guy like Effie, 
literally um, upended the entire system of how this is supposed to work, what you're supposed to want, and how you're supposed to about getting it, and made himself, it's Effie's big gay brunch, and it's happening in the fucking UK. Right? I mean, <laughs> amazing. Larry, did you ever think there would be a time where independent guys would have entire shows built around them? And no, that's a crazy to, phenomenon. Like, yeah, that's that's yeah. That's, and that's exotic a youth shift. Exotic youth are in the ballpark with Effie, and yeah. I mean, that's right here in motherfucking Georgia. They're doing it, and uh, they should be incredibly proud of themselves. There's a lot of put it this way. This is how you know it's good because there's a lot of people wanting to compliment them so they can get some reflected light. <laughs> and when people are trying to get reflective light off of you, whether it's me or Gary Lamb or anybody else, you damn well better be sure you did something right. So, and nobody else break Rob's laptop for the record. <laughs> Please don't do that. Hey, a, a little bit of, um, doing it though. A little housekeeping here. Do we have any way of knowing if Devlin Macabre is is going to be calling in? Should we go to Skrilla? He should be here. Sure. I think we should go to Skrilla. She keeps contacting me on Instagram. I think she's determined to, like, make this into, like, a video. She's like, well, we could do Zoom, and we could do – no matter how many times I explain the concept of call in, it's audio only. I don't know. She doesn't seem to be getting it. So we'll just try her at another time where she can, like, call oh. in in a normal way. Maybe she's trying to – maybe she can't call in from her cell phone. Maybe that's a problem because she's abroad. I don't know, because she yeah, keeps talking I mean, about Skype and Zoom and the rest of it. So Skype, but Skype should be well. She should be okay on Skype if she's calling in from Skype. It should be fine. Um, but anyway, doesn't matter. I, I, yeah. It hasn't happened, so uh, maybe we can do it another get her get her another time. Yeah. So I expect- let me say let me say this about Devlin why I wanted to have her on. So I went to the um, Mayhem on Mills fifth anniversary show, which was the best show they've ever done. Which Effie returned by surprise because he was on their very first show in their very first match, and he came in and uh, and really did a great job with this guy Randy Wentworth, who's another one of my Florida favorites, a guy who is guaranteed he's going to get a job, um, probably in AEW at some point. He's just very good. And, um, but Devlin was there wrestling uh, Sue Young, who is, you know, friend of the show and somebody I've booked on more than one occasion. And Sue Young, since she's had the baby, um, she's had some matches, but they haven't been very good. You can tell she's still like, you know, knocking the rust off. Her body is different than it was before the baby, understandably. Um, but Devlin got a hell of a match out of Sue Young, and Sue Young looked like herself. And that's why I was really impressed with Devlin. Plus, she just had the coolest merchandise at her merch table and just seemed like a really sharp young lady. She wrestled um, Billy Starks at uh, Action in Georgia as well. So I thought she could give a perspective on Florida versus Georgia and all that stuff. But what I was really impressed by was the fact that she had the best match with Sue Young since Sue Young had the baby and just did a great job of like pulling a great match out of Sue. So, yeah, I mean, I, I looked at some footage on her and I was, you know, definitely excited about getting her on the show. So, well, maybe we can make it happen another time. Um, but at this point we are joined by the hardest working man, in Georgia wrestling, mm. the one mm. and only 
Skrilla the Great. Welcome to the Tipping Point. Yay! Yeah. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> did you did you hear Rob just kissing your ass, Skrilla, hoping you're going to protect this man hey, and protect his laptop? You, you listen, <laughs> listen, hell is freezing over it. This man is kissing my ass right now. Do you hear me? <laughs> 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 No, I got much love for Larry. He he made me work hard. He helped me helped me motivate myself, bro. So nice, Skrill. Yeah, Skrill, I'm gonna lead with a question because okay. um, it's no secret that I think Skrill is great, and it's yeah. no secret that I would consider us friends as well. And yes, sir. Um, you know, you um, I always think of you as a guy who, you know. Whatever success you attain, you've absolutely, you will have, nobody can say that you haven't earned whatever you end up getting as far as positive things in wrestling. Um, Do you think um, you're in phenomenal shape? You're kind of at the height of your game right now. Do you get frustrated? Like, do you have frustrated moments of like, man, because, I can only imagine. I, I I wasn't as far as an in-ring talent. I wasn't shit, right? So <laughs> I kind of understood. I mean, I was I was good enough to like work with guys that needed the help. That was about right. it. Um, but but you you know you have the capacity to do anything, right? You're in kind right. of a mentor wrestling role um, yeah. when it comes to Deep South. Um, you know, you're in the mix with the sort of like younger, like more agile guys. Um, right, right. The hot like uh, guys on a hot streak at like IWE, and yep. you know you can fit just about any role and capacity. You're you're a, the main event in two or three different promotions. So, yep. is does frustration creep in at this point, or do you go like, you know what, I'm just going to do what I'm going to do, and then people are eventually going to pick up on it? What's your I thought? believe. Man, I I wouldn't be human if I didn't say I, I get frustrated, right? But you know, um, there's there's so much talent in in Georgia wrestling that I want to work with, and so when those opportunities don't present themselves, I get a little frustrated because I feel like I'm ready for for certain things. But you know, I just continue to work hard and. You know that's when that's when the frustration sets in, but then I automatically switch it off and be like, "Hey, just keep working, keep doing what you're doing, because obviously you're telling your story, and it's all gonna pan out." You know, so I just I, I have more frustrations, more so like 2021 ish, like early 2022. But I mean, now as I'm I'm becoming, uh, I guess what you call a seasoned veteran at at this year now. Like I'm I'm doing a lot of mentorship at, at PCW now too. So it's like, I mean, I can't help but you know just keep going, bro. You know, so that's how I feel about Skrilla. that, man. Skrilla, I saw the the list you posted of wrestlers that you want to wrestle in yes, 2023. Sir. Yes, sir. I was curious about. Trey Shaw. Yes, what? man. He's he is he's one of those dark horses in Georgia wrestling right now, man. And I see something in him that a lot of guys don't see. Um, because I'm around him a lot. I, I'm around him at PCW and stuff like that. So 
I, I really see a, a bright future in that guy as long as he keeps his head straight, man. He's he's going to be a top competitor one day, bro. Mark my words, man. So, you know, some of the ones on your list are, you know, I, you know, top, top star people. Another one, yeah. not so much considered a top star at this point, Shoot Taylor. Yes, he's he's another one of those guys that are just young and and hungry. And I mean, you've seen him; he's on AEW Dark and stuff like that. So I mean, mm-hmm. like he he's 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 coming up. He's one of those guys that's not really like doing a whole lot in Georgia wrestling. But I I, I see like down the road if he continues to get the opportunities, he's gonna be one of those guys that you're like, okay, we need him on a show, you know. It's a, it's a lot of guys like that. Teriyaki and those guys are are building building up to be those guys as well, man. Those are the next generation, you know. So I'm just like, and when I see that, not only am I thinking about myself, I'm thinking about, hey, I want to help in, enhance Georgia wrestling as well, you know. Rob, you got a question for Skrilla? Rob. I remember, see, yeah, seeing you <laughs> long, long time ago at a Southern yeah. Fried championship wrestling the first time i think i saw it might have been like 2018 2017 i think oh yeah me and chris Trunk, right uh or uh uh dax anthony i thought but i could be wrong okay okay Um, no yeah it was chris it was chris it was chris Crunk. it was chris okay yeah it was working your way up through that there's a lot of things going on especially with all the top 10 lists Mm -hmm. being a dark horse working your way doing the drives and all that yeah. How do you? How would you mentor someone about being undervalued or underappreciated? How would you get? How would you build those talent up? Man, it's 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 all about the work ethic, right? Like, I mean, it's it's something that you can't teach. You got to kind of like build it yourself. But I mean, it's I don't know, man. It's it's hard to to like just give the handbook on that. It's just you got to get out here and work and network. Networking is one of the biggest things to to do in the business nowadays is network. Even if you're not on shows, I, I encourage a lot of the young guys to network because, I mean, that, that helps. You know, you just never know who's paying attention to you out here, like working hard and grinding. It's just, it's, it's work, man. It's, you got to keep, you got to get out here to be seen. And I, how, I learned that you, at a how, very. Go ahead. Well, how how would you? Uh, I'm sure everyone has their own things on networking. That's one of the mm-hmm. more probably more undervalued things wrestlers and promoters and yep. bookers do is networking. Yep. How would you? What example? Any have any examples of networking that you have done in the past? I mean, that led to a booking or don't something. Be, don't, don't be afraid to come and and help set up. I mean. Not every show. I mean, I had to learn those. That was a growing pain at first. Like, hey, I'm not going to be on every show, but it doesn't hurt to show that you you want to be that helping hand because if you can be a helping hand outside of the ring, then obviously you can be a helping hand once they give you that opportunity. And I think that it goes hand in hand. Like, you just got to show that you're here to work, whether it's inside or outside. Yeah, I mean, it's, to me, it's all sales, right? Everything yeah. is sales. As horrible as that is to hear, people don't like that. But mm-hmm. if you want, if you want people to buy into you, they got to hear yeah. about you in three different ways on average, right? And if people are going to buy right. a new product, they got to hear about it three different ways. And it's like, mm-hmm. 
sometimes it's not a matter of, I think we kind of fall into this trap of like this, a star is born Pamela Anderson bullshit. Right. Where it's like, Oh, somebody saw her on a, on the Titan Tron in yeah. Canada and they right. made her a star. Well, that's not right. the norm. The norm is you get seen enough and then the right opportunity hits at the right time and you're the right. perfect thing for it. And then all of a sudden you're a star. I mean, people thought, you know, Oh, that girl that played Wednesday. Oh my God, she's a star. It's like, no, she's a star. She's done lots of shit, right? Mm-hmm. It's just that, it's just it was the it was the perfect platform, the perfect time, the perfect show, and then she killed it. But right. the opportunity was made for years and years before that. And I I can't help but feel like at some point, Skrill is going to be that guy, right? He's mm-hmm. doing everything right. Like Effie's doing everything. You know, it's just. Guy from oh, a staple. Yeah. I mean, it, a few years ago, I didn't know who the hell you were. And sure. then all of a sudden, I see this thing with you and Zach Mosley. And yeah. I go, it's so creative. And mm-hmm. it's so, it's so, like, I think Jeff G. Bailey said it best. He goes, it's very, whatever year that happened, he said, it's very mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Where it's right. like, it takes advantage of the new. And, I mean, when you look at what you've done and exotic youth have done since then, Mm-hmm. It's not that me noticing made that thing work. I right. consider myself fortunate that I got to see it. You know right. what I mean? Where it's just yeah. like, oh, this thing was cool. And, yeah, I shared it with a lot of people and made videos about it. But at the end of the day, you guys are the foundation of that thing. And it's right. just a cool idea. I love that Georgia has this young energy where – it's the boys that are really leading the charge. And it's no longer this idea of old guy, like old dudes who run promotions. The, the most, if I did a top 10 most important people in Georgia wrestling, I think the, for the first time it would be more wrestlers than not re, non-wrestlers. Mm. And to me, that's a huge change because it used to be, you know, most important people. I'll just think of my era, right? The most important right. people, uh, Jimmy Rabe, the booker, right? Mm-hmm. Bill Barons, Todd mm-hmm. as bookers, um, whoever, oh, Jerry Palmer, you know, Doc Gaten. These were the right. most important people, right? right. Um, the only thing that hasn't changed is that Larry Goodman has remained the most important, one of the 10 most important people throughout the year. And, and we're very grateful to still have him there, man. You know? People are trying to hold Rob Rod back from taking that spot. They're breaking the man's laptops. <laughs> with the man to move out of state. It's good stuff, though, so man. I mean, and the, I mean, look at guys like that. Look at Brandon Watley. Look at guys that are are just, you know, coming out of the woodworks, man. Like, I mean, you got Aaron Dallas. I mean, hey, he's he's ahead of me in, with five titles right now. Like, look at these guys. Like, it's it's – I, I started my campaign in 2021 on doing my best to help make Georgia wrestling great again. And I mean, look at it. It's, it's at a peak. I dare say I, I helped influence a greater, yeah. a greater day in Georgia wrestling, you know, and it was just a sacrifice I made. I knew I was going to have to deal with the hardships and the frustrations, but I planted that seed and it's, it's, it's growing like hell, man. And it's, it's very beautiful to watch, man. It's it's really cool. I don't think we've ever been through such a time where wrestlers help out behind the scenes more than people ever know. I mean, I mm-hmm. hope Skrilla, but like, like Skrilla putting 
his stamp on the Georgia Wrestling History Awards thing that Naja ran. I think yeah. that's a great example of who Skrilla is, right? Because yeah. Skrilla and I are tight, and everybody yeah. knew how I felt about that awards thing. But that mm-hmm. didn't stop him from putting his stamp on it and being a big part of it and dressing up for the red carpet. You know what I mean? And I mm-hmm. thought, like, that's great. Like, I don't need people to, to follow me. I need right. people to lead themselves, right? Be, and we can I all have different opinions. And you put your stamp on that thing and helped it, helped it be a success. And like, I, I was about to say, I think that's, I mean, that's more so of the campaign too. Is like I, I, I'm like putting myself in the forefront of trying to be one of those leaders to help build this. And I mean, there's a and. We're, we're sitting here watching, like, a lot of guys still help put Georgia on the map outside of it, like like Carly Bravo and guys like that. But then mm-hmm. you got yeah. guys mm-hmm. that, that, are strictly, that are strictly home right now. And, you know, I, I, I felt like I, I led that charge to, to be that voice for those guys. So it, sometimes when I challenge Larry Goodman, like, hey, well, why aren't you talking about the guys that are, are at home? Like, it's not that I'm mad or I'm building posts to to slander anybody. It's just it's a challenge to see can can the guys that are at home are they willing to stand up for themselves and do it. So in a sense I sometimes I feel like I'm the voice of the voiceless because a lot of people are scared to, you know, break the fourth wall or whatever you want to call it. But it's just it's just being like it's trying to help build build Georgia wrestling so it can continue to grow. When I'm gone, hell, we want that to can continue to go, man. So that that's that was that was my whole thing is just making sure that guys guys say, "Hey, you leave the business how it was. I'm trying to leave it better, you know?" Like Yeah. You know? So I, I mean, I, I, love th- it. I I'm think very there's passionate, a, you know. I'm glad you said that, man, because there's this sort of push of this derisive way that people talk about so-called 10-milers or 40-milers, right? The guys who wrestle at home. Scott Hensley can be accused of this. Action in general can be accused of this. It's why I can't get with those motherfuckers 100%. Because it's like, (laughs) at the end of the day, so so it was okay to be a 10-miler if it was wild side back in the day, right? Because they were considered the premier, and why would you want to wrestle anywhere else and all that? It's it's all horse shit, right? Mm -hmm. Like, Mm being a guy who, especially in a vibrant scene like Georgia, where you couldn't wrestle on every show there was within a month, it wouldn't be possible, right? Mm-hmm. Like, because there's so many, like, and it's viable, and it's good, and it's okay to be a guy who wrestles locally. You're I right, mean, right. I used to have an attitude about that shit, too, where I was like certain guys at PCW who I just thought, God, they should be doing more. They should be mm-hmm. going out of state more. They should be, but you know, at the end of the day, like Somebody's people can have very different fort, goals though. about this stuff. Somebody's yeah. got to hold down the fort, though. You know, somebody like every, but like is that could be everybody's mission. Like, of course, I could. I've I've had the email to do AEW Dark, but again, like I've I've made that sacrifice. Like, hey, I'm gonna hold it down because. I, you got the guys that are bringing the love to the city, but I want to be that guy that's like, hey, if we come to Georgia, who's the guy we want to face? I want to be that guy. Mm-hmm. Just like, I mean, now, now I'm like, I'm about to wrestle James Storm here soon. Like, 
I want to be that that bar, if you will, or that standard bearer for for Georgia wrestling. You know, because yeah. I mean, we can we can bring the world to Georgia wrestling. Duke Duke Ingram just messaged me. Thirty-four promotions in Georgia by my count. Whew. That's yeah, a, right. you know people are always like, I wish the territories would return. Usually by people that didn't even understand what those <laughs> what that means. If thirty-four promotions in one area isn't a form of a territory, I don't know what the fuck to tell you. Right, you can right. literally wrestle probably almost every day of the week if you want to, Man. and. And throw Florida in the mix. Throw the places that are kind of short drives from Georgia. Mm-hmm. What do you mm-hmm. want me to tell you? It's probably, there's, if there's 34 in Georgia, there's 34 in Florida. I'll tell you that. Right. And if there's right. there 34 in Georgia, there's probably at least five to ten in the Carolinas each, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, for God's sakes. For a while, you know, Augusta, Georgia was this hotbed that multiple promotions were competing with each other. That's mm-hmm. fucking insane. Mm-hmm. Is it not? When there are like four promotions like going against each other, like <laughs> what? In Augusta, Georgia? Like, oh, yeah. it's amazing. It's an amazing thing. Man, shout out to IWE, man. Josh and, yeah. and Tim and those guys, man. They, they helped like this resurgence that I've that that I've had this year, they have had a lot to do with that and I'm I'm very grateful to have those guys in my corner, man. Mm-hmm. Skrilla, you mentioned um James Storm, um <clears throat> and that's gonna be on the thirteenth of March. Originally it was supposed to be Kerry Morton, um for yes, the N W A World Junior Championship. Your thoughts on that? I mean, it's not going to be that now. Your thoughts on the switch from one to the other? I'm trying not to be in character and, and call Carrie Morton the chicken, but you know, <laughs> uh, I'll, 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 I'll say I'll say that the kid is very busy right now. We'll be professional and say that he's very busy. And I think you know, not the not the shade carry, but I, I, I'm really about to be battle tested against James Storm, right? Like, I mean, he's one of those guys that has proven that he can go. So it's it's going to be a big test for me, but I'm I'm gonna be prepared for it. That's for sure. It was a crazy change at last minute, but I mean, it gave me it also gave me enough time to get prepared for it. Yeah, yeah. Make sure someone's taping that. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. No Don't doubt. get super kicked, bro. Tell me that super <laughs> Man, I've been getting so many pointers about this, that, and the third, too. Like. <laughs> oh, oh man. Bite his leg. Bite his leg. <laughs> yeah, man. You but know, yeah, I'm, um, I'm excited about it, man. I'm excited. I, I, I hope that, and I'll just isn't your, you know, your call to make, but I hope that Deep South gets back on a regular schedule because they had something going on for sure. And it's kind of fallen by the wayside with the loss yeah. of the venues in Atlanta. And yeah. I mean, I know that was, a, that was one of your strongholds was the, was those deep South show. So I hope, I hope they get, get back in gear again. So they had like a, a scheduling conflict and I mean, hopefully they're um, going to eventually work that out. But I mean, yeah, man, Deep South is really one of my one of my homes that I, I love, and I mean, they're doing their best to get ready for this tournament for the that to actually uh, reign a new t- a champion there. And I mean, I definitely want to be a part of that. And 
I mean, bro, it's it's it's. I mean, it's just it's just beautiful to see, like you said, thirty four promotions, and I mean, there's there's one coming up every week out of nowhere, and I'm like, whoa, where did that one come from? Like, it's real, it's crazy out here right now, bro. I'm gonna I'm gonna say something else. It's thirty four promotions, and I would say at least a third of them are good to very good promotions, yeah. which is. That sounds like I'm making fun. I'm not. That's an incredibly high number. To have at least 10 promotions that I would feel comfortable going like, I would work with them or I would be comfortable with a trainee of mine breaking in at at least 10 to 12 of those promotions is really saying something. Where I feel like they could learn stuff, I think that number has never been higher. In terms and of that's the, the sheer that's amount the crazy of, part. That's the crazy thing I've been hearing lately too. Is like, oh, quality over, bro. There's there's so much quality promotions now. You can't say that anymore. You can't say, no. oh, there's only like one or two places. There's there's several now. You know. Yeah. And yeah. Like I don't I don't see how people can continue to say that. There's a lot of quality promotions now. So Skrilla, as someone who's probably been to as many different promotions in Georgia as anybody. Is there any yeah. Georgia promotion that you haven't worked yet that you is on your list of a place you want to be at? I don't I don't think there hasn't been a place that I legit worked at that I don't want to be there, but I think I think I would like to go back to Southern Fried and actually be a piece there. You know? Mm. Um I, I would really, I mean, I love what they're doing over there. And, um, I mean, I hear CT Keys is the king. So, I mean, <laughs> so am I. So, I mean, let's see, you know. <laughs> I mean, let's see. I, I hear, I hear Jagged Ed saying a lot of stuff, but I mean, I, we got to see, you know, like we got to see. Um, of course, Southern Honor is always a place we we have our our love hate relationship for each other. I'd love to be a solid piece there too. I think I could help there too. Um, but but I, I don't I don't beat myself up about it because I'm like, hey, those are the the main places. Everybody are like, oh, you got to be there, or you're not you're not a person, you're not a solid guy in in, in Georgia wrestling. That's crazy. There's so many more quality places too now. You got IWE, you got Deep South. I mean, you you got other you got Viral Pro. I'd love to I'd love to grace Viral at one point. Like I mean, there's so mm-hmm. many other places, man. There's so many other places. You can't just put it on two places now, man. Or um, Skrilla, another, you know, have... the other one. Oh no, go ahead. Just Larry, another please. one that's no the other one, another one that's coming up. We haven't touched on is Classic over in Athens. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They man, they are really moving, and they get, what they're having like a. Uh, some kind of a tournament for their their title too right now, huh? So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's also another place, man. I actually I was booked there and it was supposed to be me, Jaden, and Owen Knight, but it rained out on us. So I mean, I haven't been back since, but I I definitely love to go back there too. Mm. Definitely. Yeah, now that they're inside, yeah, they they won't have any more rain out for a while. <laughs> That's the best new trend in Florida and Georgia wrestling. Get your fucking show inside. Yeah. <laughs> Mayhem on man, Mills, listen. I'm glad you got your show inside. Classic, man. Keep your show inside. 
Oh man, and that's the crazy part from my my background. Like you know, you I, you guys know that I started in the background, and that used to be the curse. Like man, it, it's so hard to schedule wrestling outdoors because it'll rain at any time on the scheduled day that you got a show. <laughs> so uh, you got that it, first, it, yeah. Yeah, it's that it's tough. It's tough, and I and I get what they're trying to do because you know. It's it's beautiful outside, and you know what I mean. But I mean, you gotta have that backup indoor place, man. So, Skrilla, I have. This is kind of a. It's a serious question, and Uh-oh. it's one that I'm sure you are absolutely not ready to answer. But I would be remiss if I didn't ask this. So I should mm-hmm. say on the front end that, like, you know, because this this really started. Not that it was your first thing in wrestling but like it started with you and zach mosley that's when you that's when i you popped up on my radar right 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 right. and you know with zach mosley i mean we we talked a lot in the beginning about how he's gone on and and you know he and exotic youth are really successful and they won a bunch of awards and zach mosley is now booked and run this show at the fraternity house it does really well and -hmm. in his personal life he's got a woman that he loves and it's going really well as well. But yeah. I want to know from you, how do you feel knowing you're responsible for him and Candy Cannoli breaking up? <laughs> I'm convinced. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Why, Skrilla? Why, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Man, listen, I mean, at the end of the day, listen, all this started because of Zach anyway. Let's be clear. We we saw each other in Florida, and he started talking his trash, and it it, 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 it went – it escalated, you know. And, I mean, I did what I had to do, man. I, I mean, I it's had to leave the It's one of the all-time classic best vignettes in Georgia wrestling history. The Man. one where they um, they put put Cornelius Pepperbottom in the wig <laughs> to get you oh, to lure you in and to jump you was amazing. The one where you called and they're uh, both in bed together and they're, hey, baby, no, baby, no. The one yeah. where they're showing him drive closer and closer to where you're working. I mean. Yeah, yeah that was classic. Oh, that my classic. God. Oh, man. I, 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 there was also another one where – uh, or not Zach, but uh, Bryce and, and Pepperbottom are at KLT and they're talking about <laughs> how, how they're going to uh, do this stuff for Zach. Oh, I'm I'm going to make him feel real good. I'm going to make him come out here really hard. And, and I'm like, I said, neither one of you making them come tonight. And I locked them in the, in the closet. It was amazing, bro. Like it was, it, man, like the, the things that was just going on and that, like, and let me say being that, like, I wasn't on your radar right then because like I had took a break and yeah. I dare say, I dare say those guys helped me because I mean, I was working with Luke Gallows at Lariato and then I took a break, but those guys really helped me resurge my, my character and, and just my wrestling career and, and a uh, whole. So I, I mean, kudos to them. I know it was if it was it was a rough <laughs> a rough ride, but you know I, I also appreciate them at the same time, man. Yeah, 
I got I gotta say, as as much as it is a shame that Candy Cannoli is no longer involved with Zach Mosley or with pro wrestling, um, yeah. it is still on my wall of hotties. My one of my favorite pictures is of uh, her signing it. Um, this is to you, Big Daddy Platt, and then you get to see her under boob. It is one oh, of my yeah. favorite promo shots. <laughs> God <laughs> yeah. bless Candy. Rob, I'm so sorry you can't enjoy fully what I'm talking about. But I will um, say, um, I, get I don't to see even know nearly what naked man every weekend. That's fine by me. And that's not, not, to, not to pull the covers, but, I mean, you were there that one night, and we were all just just going crazy in Augusta, right, you know? And yeah. and just to see just to see how much like we hated each other so much. If somebody else hated us more, we would beat them up <laughs> because you can't hate you can't hate you can't hate us more than we hate each other. We'll beat you up for hating us too. You know, <laughs> like it was good. <laughs> Zach's like, hey, that man, did that dude just try you? I don't I don't like you, but I'll beat him up for you. Like, <laughs> like bro, <laughs> crazy, man, crazy. It's, it, I mean, like I said, we got a love-hate relationship, but I, 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 pre- I had, man, I had the time of my life with those guys, bro. <laughs> I'll tell you what I want to see for, for everybody who's talking right now. For, for Skrilla, what I want to see is, I think, like, you're doing so great, but – Man, I say if AEW Dark comes knocking again, or if it's a standing yeah. offer, I think you yeah. got to do it. I think you got yeah. like, uh, yeah. you know, it's kind of like when I would talk to Davey Richards, and and it was just like, you know, WWE wanted to sign them very badly, and they were going to kind of give him the AJ Styles treatment. They weren't going to have to do NXT. They were going to get to both. And he was like, Nah, I don't like the schedule and stuff. And I just thought to myself, like, who turns down the possibility of working a WrestleMania? Right, and right. I always thought like, you know, you're young enough that you can do a thing, yeah. and it doesn't ruin anything else. I, um, I, think I would I'm just trying to. Too. I was about to say, I think I'm just trying to finish all all my unfinished business, like, you know, and that's definitely on the table. But I mean, I, I like I got to get Joe Black before I start doing stuff like that. I I, I got yeah, certain, certain I was matches. Say, I would love to see with Joe Black. I, I want to be that Joe. I gotta have yeah. me and Chip Day. I, I, I mean, there's certain things that I, I gotta have before I just be there's like, all so right. So many parallels between between you and Chip Day in the best of ways, in so yes. many ways. Yes. And bro. I think that that's something that needs to be addressed in the ring. Yep, for sure. sure. I mean, I mean, I, man, I, I want Carly Bravo again. I mean, man, we tore IWE up. You know, like that's hands yeah. down my favorite match right now. Like. Yep. We tore IW apart, bro. <laughs> Larry was there. That was the first time yep. Larry. I was like, "Yo, I I had to do good if Larry said something." <laughs> yeah, that was that was a memorable match. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I man, I, I I like to face towers again. Like, there's there's a few things on on the table that that I want to do. I mean, I'm not saying that if they come calling, I won't say yes, but. There's there's a few things that I want to do. I, I mean, I dare one. I want narcissism again. I got I got to I, I need my get back from that I quit match. You know, so there's a few things I want to do, and then I'm ready to venture off after that. Nice, nice. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm you know me. I'm 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 about 
telling my story. And then once I tell my story, it's, it's time to grab them opportunities, you know? Yeah. Well, I hope you get up to Florida here and, yes. uh, and, and work a show that I can see that Rob Rod could see or both of us could see. I think that would be really great. It's um, coming. It's coming. Oh yeah. And I mean, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to throw out this and this goes out to all three. So I'm going to, I'm going to say something and I want you to just say the first thing that comes to your mind and, it, and it's okay. got to be a sentence or less. Does that make sense? Yeah. Just quick word association. Okay. Uh, anarchy wrestling. Love it. Miss it. I'm glad they're coming back. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, Gary Lamb. Uh, I can't Crazy help genius. but like him. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I can't help but like him. You, you want to punch him in the face so bad, but then you want to sit back and drink a glass of bourbon with him. That, that's why I called him a crazy genius. Like, crazy to where I want to punch him in the mouth, but he's a freaking genius, so I want to pick his brain. I would say that there's some kind of little tension between him and Rob. I would say that for sure. Now, next, <laughs> next, um, uh, um, I love it. Um, um, uh, okay, uh, wrestler of the year, 2023. Mm. Oh, oh, yeah, that's tough shit. Mm, I'm not going to be biased. I'll say Carly Bravo. And it's hard to argue with that. I think, though, I think Cruel's going to have a major comeback. The only thing is not going to be in Georgia. No, that's a good one. Larry. Yes. I, I, I'm going to have to no comment this one. Cool. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, uh, Southern Fried. I'm coming for you. If if only they had better lighting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the ac- you Rob? missed the action lighting. You missed the a- action lighting. Everything was so green. Oh man, sorry. Tangent. Okay, uh, Southern Fried. Uh, I'm thankful that's going to be my last show, and the only thing I'm going to miss there is uh, Grandma uh, Drew Blood's cupcakes. Nice. I'm gonna do a weird. Pre- I'm gonna chime in on them. Um, they'll be they'll be a serious contender for promotion of the year. Oh yeah. Mm. Um, let's see. Two more. Two more. Um, um, award show. Better than you think, but as only good as you want it to be. Can I host it? <laughs> Larry? Uh, don't ask you, don't the go. first the, the first one will be tough to beat. No, oh, facts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. facts. And then yeah, find one minute, yeah, one minute time, yeah, one minute comment, yeah, one minute, yeah, gone out the window. <laughs> one, one last thing, one last thing. 
what I love, something I love about Georgia wrestling is blank, but what something they could it could really use is blank. So something I really love about Georgia wrestling is blank, but something that they could really use is blank. Something I really love about Georgia wrestling is the variety that we have now Ooh. in shows and talent. Oh yeah. That what we miss is pretty obvious quality women's wrestling. Oh. For me personally, the one thing I love about Georgia wrestling is once you get in and you're respectful, everyone is friendly to you, even if you have a might have a disagreement along the way. One thing I hate is people believing their own bullshit. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. Rob with the hard take. I love it. Love yeah, once in a while. Hmm. Love the the foundation that has been built now. Completely hate the fact that people act like they own the workers. Georgia wrestling is Georgia wrestling, man. Golly, you're gonna use the same talent. It is not your talent. It's yeah, I love that. nobody. Nobody has put a, a a pen and some paper in front of us. Stop doing that, man. We are all we're all Georgia wrestling. I think if we learn that, Georgia wrestling will go a whole lot further. Something I love about Georgia wrestling is that it is the most complete scene as far as media attention, uh, as far as number of promotions and the quality of talent and the presence of IWTV and the use of YouTube more than any other state. I would argue that it is the most complete wrestling entity as far as a state goes. And thanks in large part to Georgia wrestling history. Um, Something that I think that Georgia wrestling needs I like that it turned into what I hate. That was great. <laughs> something, that George, something that Georgia wrestling needs is unfortunately something they are not going to have, and that is Rob Rod. Oh. Um, yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Nice. nice. <laughs> well, guys, um, you know, we're sorry that Devlin McCobb couldn't be here, but I would highly advise booking her. And, again, she got the best match out of Sue Young that anybody's gotten. Um Really great. Hopefully we can have her on at another time. Um, thank you to Skrilla the Great, a guy that thank you for always, having me. Yeah, man. Boy, that was some that was some serious delving in. Fun. Um, fun. A, if you see Rob Rod at Southern Fried, my God, give the man give the man a hug. Um, you know, he went from a guy who's just <laughs> a, guy who, a guy who took pictures at the shows to a guy who was kind of on the outside looking in, but obviously had a love and admiration for wrestling. And he still has that, even though he knows too much now. And that's a testament <laughs> to the kind of character that he has. That he some, some, some people, some people, mm. yeah, some people say, I don't know anything at all. And that's what I'll go with. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, 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 if you know nothing at all, maybe you can start running a promotion then. So, yeah, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, Rob Rod is great. Um, he is coming to Florida. Um, Larry Goodman continues to hold the fort down. We will have more reports from Florida. Skrilla will continue to do his thing. And I dare say the four of us collectively are unchained. The funniest fucking wrestling podcast on the air. The funniest wrestling podcast on the air. Come fight me. (laughs) Oh my god. <laughs> so They're not gonna for, bite you. They love you too much. You help them so much. I, I've learned enough in wrestling to know that that doesn't last very long. So <laughs> for Gorilla the Super Great Hall of Famer, by the way. Um, oh, for Larry man. Goodman, Hall of Famer, <laughs> by the way. Rob Rod, future Hall of Famer, by the way. And right. Stephen Platinum. <laughs> A guy who's never going to get invited to another award show the rest of his life. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see you probably in a couple of weeks with another edition of The Tipping Point. Much love, guys. Yay. Thank you for listening to this broadcast, a production brought to you by the GWH Radio Network. Stay tuned to GeorgiaWrestlingHistory.com for the latest information on upcoming events and more. As always, we thank you for your continued support.